Chapter 1 Harlow, Present Day, Richland, Washington My eyes shot open as the dream faded away, and my dark bedroom blurred for a few seconds as the tears fell steadily across my face, dripping onto the pillow. Locking my jaw against the trembling, I took deep breaths to keep myself calm, to keep myself from giving in to the sobs that were building in my chest. The heartbreak that had settled over the silence during that phone call was still one I felt today, as if it had just happened rather than four and a half years ago. I should have known in those seconds that I'd said the wrong words. I should have known I was choosing the wrong man. He would have understood my mistake. He would have still been waiting for me, like he had been for two and a half years. My knocks. But I'd ignored the signs. I'd gone with what my then 18-year-old heart had been screaming over. And I hadn't heard from Knox Alexander since. I lay on my side long after the tears had run their course and my cheeks had dried, clinging to the memories I knew I should let go of, but couldn't. I should have noticed the sky lightening outside. I should have been checking the time to get up before the alarm went off. But I was still there daydreaming when the shrill sound filled the room, and my body locked up as I waited for what would meet me this morning. My fingers curled around the edge of my pillow when the alarm was turned off. My stomach churned when I heard him roll over behind me, and my jaw trembled almost violently when his arm slowly wrapped around my waist, pulling me closer to him. I closed my eyes tightly as my husband's lips pressed firmly to my shoulder and refused to acknowledge him until it was necessary. You're still in bed, Colin observed. I nodded my head sluggishly against the pillow. Which means I don't have breakfast waiting for me. Am I right? Swallowing past the thickness in my throat, I nodded again, waiting, always waiting. His fingers slowly traced up my arm, resting on my side, until they reached just above the inside of my elbow. My body jerked when he dug two fingers into the pressure point there. Then why the fuck are you still in bed? He growled against my shoulder, before releasing my arm roughly. I moved quickly, not wanting to give him an opportunity to do anything else, and released a shaky sigh of relief when I hit the kitchen. If that was all I got for still being in bed, I would take it and be thankful. After putting his bread in the toaster, I mixed up some eggs and milk, then poured them into a skillet and ran across the kitchen to get the Keurig ready. I just put everything on the table and had started washing the dishes when Colin walked into the kitchen and right up behind me, instead of going to the table. He only had a towel wrapped around his waist, and when his arm snaked around my body, I saw there were still drops of water racing down his skin. My hands fisted around the handle of the skillet, and the dish scrubbing brush when I realized he was testing me. But I didn't say anything. Colin never came out here like this. He ate either as soon as he woke up, or right before he left for work. If he was still in his towel, he was just looking for more reasons to be upset with me. Good girl, he whispered against the back of my neck before placing a soft kiss there. My nostrils flared from my rough, nervous breaths when he stepped away from me, and after a few seconds, I began slowly scrubbing the skillet to calm myself. Now make it again since you were late. I watched as he dumped the food and coffee into the sink before roughly setting the plate and mug on the counter next to me. 
I wanted to cry. I wanted to yell at him for being an asshole, but I knew both those things would only end badly for me. So with a defeated sigh and hollow feeling in my chest, I quickly cleaned and dried the skillet before making his breakfast all over again. The dishes were cleaned, his food and coffee were on the table, and I was sitting in one of the chairs at the kitchen table by the time he came back out, this time ready for work. He held my hand on the tabletop the entire time he ate, and even cleaned and put his dishes in the dishwasher when he was done, before walking back over to me. Bending at the waist so he was eye level with me, he stared at me for an entire minute with an apologetic look. I love you, Harlow, he said, as if he was trying to determine whether I knew that or not. I know, I responded softly. I love you too. His lips fell gently upon mine for a few seconds before he straightened. Grabbing his wallet out of his back pocket, he pulled out a credit card and let it fall to the table. Go pick up your sister, take her out to lunch, and get your nails done or something.